Chi on this beautiful, kind of rainy, it's been raining off and on, wonderful Thursday. We are now in the month of August. Is that your phone that's on? Probably. No, you gotta put your phones on silent. Oh, yeah. I know better. <laughs> and excuse me. <laughs> um, on this beautiful Thursday evening, it is April. I mean, I'm sorry, April. It is August the 4th. And we are in August. Can y'all believe that already? Wow, that is so crazy that we are in the month of August. Christmas would be here before you know it. it got here quick. It got here extremely quickly. And it's a hot summer. Like, the, I, I'm not, I don't like heat but that's good for you though because you work outside i do but i don't like you, you know i i don't like it i'm a fall baby i love fall is my favorite season so you about to start doing all your work in the fall i am because but i get don't out early take me until late august <laughs> i get out early though i get out like at 6 6 30 in the morning because i try to beat the heat and the sun but some of my clients the sun rise on Oh, and so I'm out there. Belize is not that hot yet. So, yeah. So, um, yeah, I am. I can't wait to the fall. I'm looking forward to it. This weather and I do not get along. I feel you. Yeah. I'm yeah. A, I'm, a, I'm a fall winter guy. So. Are you? Yeah, I like fall and winter. I don't even wear yeah. coats because I'm hot. I'm always hot. You sound like me. Yeah. So. <laughs> <laughs> I'm always hot. Like, yeah. Uh, yeah so anyway. I'm, I'm dreading this wedding that I'm doing Sunday. Oh, you doing Saturday. A, you're doing a wedding? Oh, because the it's heat. outside. Ooh. That's the only reason I'm dreading. I'm like, oh, man, the ceremony going to be outside. Like, we're about to be baking. Well, hopefully you have great weather. It's 90. 90? Like, 93 or something. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's about to be hot. Like, you, you see, we just got this ridiculous rain for a nice little minute. That I means know. Now it's about to be super hot and humid. It was already super hot and humid. Jeez. I wake up like I got to have air on, fan on, because I, I can't wake up hot. I don't like to sleep hot. <laughs> so it's just ridiculous. And I sweat a lot, so it just bother, it bothers me. Yeah. Uh, in the news, let's do what's trending. So, so, I mean, so how many showers you take per day? I take about three showers a day. Kid you not. Wow. Yeah, when I got finished getting my hair done is when I, I took a shower. <laughs> then I went and did some yard work. I came back and I took a shower. Then I'm going to go home and I'm going to take another shower. I take literally three showers a day. Wow. Yeah, I have to because I just, in my head, I sweat a lot. So I just be hot. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I have to do. So I literally, like, my water bill be the most in the summertime because maybe I can't. Yeah, so... Uh, what's the young lady? We were just talking about her. Brittany, Brittany Griner. Yes, Brittany Griner. And we were talking about that's what's trending in the news all the time that she has received. And hopefully they say they're going to appeal it. But to me, when something like that happens and they appeal it, it takes a, it could take years. I mean, so they basically made her plead. Guilty. You know what I'm saying? So they could, quote, unquote, do these negotiations or whatever. But it's it's still it's still just a, just the whole deal is just terrible. It's very you know unfortunate. Like she's it's unbelievable. She's been there since February. Yeah, that's you know so saying? unbelievable. And, you know, my issue is, which I don't understand why some people don't uh, really uh, get this, is in the beginning, um, 
we could have avoided a lot of this where she had to be there six months. Mm -hmm. But the U.S. wasn't willing to negotiate in the beginning. Wow. We ain't trying to hear what y'all trying to say at all. Terrible. And then y'all went and sent Ukraine money twice Mm. after they had just threatened you. So what that says is, I don't really care that you over there. You gonna you gonna be there until we ready to do something. And the arrogance, the arrogance of the U.S. is always it just be some bullshit. It does. It really does, <laughs> and it's at the cost of other people. Like so, that's so that's such an unfortunate. I hope she get out sooner than later. So, I, I mean, she probably will. I they gonna go will. ahead I really and they gonna turn this. They gonna turn this prisoner over or whatever. And then all they're going to do is wait for a little bit, and then they're going to try to go and capture the dude again. And they about to just start some more mess because that's what the U.S. do. They always want to be in. they always in some mess. Wow. Well, at I'm our, praying. At our, at our, our expense. expense. You're right. Well, I'm <laughs> praying for her. I'm praying for that situation. And, um, you know, hopefully things are good. Took this woman from her family. Yeah. It's just she crazy. She couldn't even play basketball this season. She missed the whole season. Yeah, she's been playing ball in Russia for eight years, and now all of a sudden, y'all just like, oh, well, she she a criminal now. We about to check her. Mm, mm, mm. Like, wow. like what 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 made y'all check her? It's you know politics what I'm saying? There too, a lot of politics. So That's why I don't it was like just politics. it was just bullcrap. They was like, oh man, she about to go home. We not letting her go home. Yeah, and that's what exact. That's exactly what happened. But anyway. I'm praying for that situation. Hopefully, uh, like I said, I know I was trying to do you something. Had did this before the show started. Well, I kind of did, and then it fell uh, over. So, mm-mm. anyway, anyway, we're gonna get right into our uh, <laughs> interview because we have. <laughs> let me tell y'all something. If you do not know who Dio is, I guarantee you, you will know who she is at the end of this show. So, I want to first of all give y'all. Let me give y'all a little bit of background about her. She's the owner of Pack Your Lunch in Redford. She hosts from Detroit to L.A. all the time. I think her second home is in L.A. And um, she's hosting a few events coming up. I think we've got like four on the table between now and October. Four events. And then she has the hibachi grill that they go around and they do these parties. And one thing I, I got to know DL a little more when we were in Atlanta and we talked and kicked it and then I got to know a little bit of her story and her history and I like people that's real down to earth they don't have nothing to hide they tell you what it is but one thing I love she dropped some jewels that stuck with me and things that she said so of course I had to we had to have her on the show and I want y'all to Listen, I want y'all to get some something from this show tonight because I know she got something to give. Y'all, we have in the building tonight the one and only D.L. Collins. D.L. What's going on, yeah, yeah, y'all? Yeah, yeah, What's yeah. going on? <laughs> Nothing much. What's going on with you? Man, busy. Yes. And thank you, because I know your schedule is busy, so thank you for taking the time out your schedule to come on the dinner table with Q and she. It is a pleasure to have you. Oh, yeah, it's a pleasure to be here. Thank you for inviting me, for sure. Yes, you know. thank you. So, Nadia, we're going to get right into it, because we the hour go by so quickly, and I have tons of questions and uh, okay. things we want to talk about. First of all, how do, when did you open up your, uh, your restaurant, Pack Your Lunch? Um, we opened in, I, I want to say 2015. Okay. Um, we started as a lunch service. Okay. So initially when we opened, um, it was just us taking orders from um, corporations. Mm-hmm. So if you worked in the, um, in the corporate world, we wanted to guarantee you your lunch within a certain hour mm-hmm. so that you wouldn't have to get up from your seat and go to McDonald's mm-hmm. or whatever the case. So you can call us. Um, order your food, and then we would have it be to, to you between a certain time. Okay. So we started doing that. 
Um, we did that for a couple of years. We got really popular. People were asking, you know, when are you guys going to open a brick and mortar? You know, when are you going to stay open later? When are you going to sell individual meals? Mm -hmm. So we then in what is this, 22? See, um, COVID got me all screwed up, mm -hmm. so this is 22. Mm -hmm. So in 2019 is when I opened up a brick and mortar on Livernoy. I was inside of the Pink Diamond Beauty Mall. Okay. Um, I did that for a year just to get my feet wet, mm -hmm. you know, to see what it would be like to kind of, you know, um, have a restaurant. Right. So I grew out of that. And then I opened up my current location. So we've been there for two years. Okay. Yeah, we've been there for two years. So we started there in the beginning of the pandemic. Mm. And um, how, I, how I even got that location is because I stayed directly around the corner. Like, it's right on my street. Mm -hmm. It's right on the corner of my block. And I would ride past there. You know, every day it was a Papa Romano's. Okay. I would ride past every day and say, that's my building. That's my building mm. every single day. So I saw a police sign come up on there, and they put it in the window, and I called. And the man was like, um, you know, well, we got somebody looking. No, initially when I called, he was like, yeah, you can come in and look at it. Okay. So he gave me the lock code. When he gave me the lock code, he was like, go in, tell me what you think, whatever. So I go in. Um I, I look at it. I love it. And while I'm in there, I'm just, you know, imagining myself cooking. Mm -hmm. imagining you saw what the it, vision. I saw the vision, mm. right? So, okay. So I tell him I, I want it, right. right? So he's like, oh, well, you know, I got somebody else looking at it. He was like, but, you know, um, you know, if it fall through, we'll let you know. Mm -hmm. So, okay. So he tells me that the deal didn't fall through. They want the building. So I go home and I'm like, I don't know how, cause that's mine, <laughs> right? Like, you know, I don't even and know you how they for think sure that was your building. Yeah, I'm like, he crazy, <laughs> cause that's my building. So I'm still riding past like it's mine. Mm. So probably about a month later, he called me, and he was like, um, "Are you still interested in the building?" I'm like, "Yeah." He was like, "What well, a deal we had fell through." Mm. He's like, "So if you still want it." It's yours. Wow. So I went like the couple of days later, went and I signed the paperwork. And from there on, it was mine. And the rest is history. And the rest is history. Well, and what do you serve in the restaurant? You know, we, we serve American food. So we do everything from wings to pasta to seafood boils. Mm -hmm. We do um, whole snapper. We do a lot of pineapple bowls. Pineapple bowls. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> You know, we kind of we kind of stick with the season, so we change okay. our menu every season. Okay. Well, not every season. We do spring, summer, winter, fall. Okay. And how did you come up with the name Pack Your Lunch? Uh, again, because it was a lunch service. Okay. You know, so mm -hmm. initially when we started, it was a lunch service. And once we opened up the building, before we opened up the building, I was like, should we change the name? Because now it's more than lunch. Mm -hmm. And it just don't sound right right really if you opening up a restaurant because i'm thinking i wanted to do upscale mm. food once we once we opened up the brick and mortar i right. wanted to do upscale and everybody was like no nah, you can't do that because you already started building the brand mm. people know you yep. as you know so 
I, I made an extension, and that's where exclusively us came from. Okay, and I love the name Pack Your Lunch. I love that name. Yeah, it's catchy, and as you can remember, like Pack Your Lunch. Yeah, yeah so I like yeah. it. Yeah, Q. What's going on? <laughs> what it do? Hello, hello, hello. Hello, good to meet you, to meet you, you as well. It's out. okay. Yeah, I see you already got it going, and Earl Stevens yeah, going, you know and everything. Man, you know what? And I and I want you piggyback off of um, the name Pack Your Lunch. When you have a business, I think your name is everything, mm-hmm. and you don't need a long drawn out name. Your pack your lunch is 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 right there. It tells you, you know what I mean. <laughs> is pack that your what lunch. you want to expect? Yeah, yeah. That's a, yeah. and it's catchy and it's you can remember it. Yeah, that's you know, and you you you, you see it, it feel good. It sound good. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So pack your lunch. Yeah. You know, so yeah. that's 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 very important to be embedded in the mind as far as marketing. And everything so I literally just said that on my live this morning I was so frustrated with um, you know I, we're doing a few events and so we have vendors and the vendors have been sending over their logos mm-hmm. and I'm just like you know I'm frustrated because your logo is supposed to be simple um, your brand is supposed to be simple it's supposed to be something mm-hmm. that you remember it's supposed to be memorable and mm-hmm. a lot of logos that's coming over um, they blingy you know you got the name on the face on it the, mm-hmm. you know and it's, it's so much going on mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. When a logo is just supposed to be simple, it's supposed to be something memorable. Yep. Right. So that's yep. when, when I when I got the logo for Pack Your Lunch uh, seven years ago, I literally went through a consultation and everything mm. with with a mar- with a marketing team who helped me come up with the concept. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. Because I'm like I want it to be I don't want it to be overpowering or or, or something that people. Are, People will look at the lo- my logo mm-hmm. and they automatically remember. Oh yeah, she got some good ass yeah. food, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And so that's that was my goal. And people do it to yeah. this day. Like people be like, oh my gosh, your logo is so professional. I didn't, you know. So <laughs> and I concur. You have some good a food. That's, <laughs> I ain't never bought. Then we was in Atlanta. You cooked and she whipped it up so mm. quick. I was like, all right. I was hoping you cook the next day, but uh, you know she didn't do all of that. But it was so good and flavorful. Your Thank food you. is very flavorful, and I think that. That's so important because you know people cook but they don't put no love into it yeah and you put love in your food and i love that yeah thank yeah. you i appreciate yeah. it that's good so i know probably everything because i haven't had a chance to taste it but i will soon um <laughs> you know what um and i know this is off the off the books would it be okay for us to come and do a live show from your restaurant oh yeah, for sure. Think? I think so. For Book. sure. Mm-hmm. I think so. I for think that sure. would be great. And we can, yeah. have, we can taste. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. Let me get that. Let me get that. Let me get that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I love that. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. We just want to eat. Right. Yeah. <laughs> we just want to eat. But you know. Oh, my goodness. I did a video, and then people was like, you made it look so good. But yeah. I'm like, it really was good. I wasn't. That was really wow. good. And it was, like I said, it was flavorful. And she brought it right out to my vehicle. Like, I didn't even get out the car. She brought it right out. Like, bam, here you go. Yeah. Yeah, that was awesome, yeah. and it was delicious. Thank you. We lo- we love to feed people. We love to cook, so you know it don't, it's anytime. And you can Anytime. tell that you love to do it. You can yeah. see, like, the people who patronize your business. And that day when I was up there, I know that um, one day the air was out. While I was sitting there, and the sign was up there, but it was like four people came. Yeah. And I was like, man, it's just three minutes. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. I was like, wow. And they was like, dang. Yeah. Like, you know, but the air was out. But they was like, man. And I was like, I know. I'm here, too, to get some food. <laughs> so. Yeah. So how, I don't know if you this was asked already, but um, how long have you been cooking? 
Oh, I've been cooking all my life. Like my mother, <laughs> my mother had me in the kitchen. Okay. Right. So, um, for, for every since I can remember, my mother had us cooking something. You know, I have, mm-hmm. uh, I have two sisters and I had a brother. My brother right. didn't have to do nothing, right? <laughs> but she, we had to either boil rice. Mm-hmm. make cornbread like mm-hmm. something she was having us in the kitchen doing something and everything she did was from scratch mm. so we never had like jiffy or right. ragu or right. pre- everything was from scratch so um you know coming up i wanted to become a caterer mm. But then I had kids, you know, life, you know, um, got married. And um, my kid's father was like, "Mm, we just, I just want you to have these kids, you know, pretty Mm -hmm. much. He was just like, I'm going to work. You're going to be at home. And that was that. And then my mother passed. And I was like, you know what? Mm, I don't want to be here. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Because really my thing was. And you know what? My kid's father is an awesome guy. He's an awesome provider. And, you know, I didn't have to want for anything, but I was holding him back because Mm. I knew that I was liking girls. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? I knew. But my mother was so, uh, my mother loved him. Mm -hmm. And my mother was like, y'all getting married. You know, my mother made those plans. Like, you know, when y'all getting married? When y'all, my baby girl got, when y'all getting married? You know, so it was a thing of me not wanting to disappoint my mother. Mm. And really, he was my best friend, and I didn't want to hurt him. Mm. Wow. Right, because we got together when I was 15. Okay. And he was, if if I was 15, he was 18. Okay. So, um, you know, I didn't want to hurt him. That was my best friend. That was my buddy. We talked about Mm. everything. And so um, I knew that I knew that leaving, you know, I knew that that would hurt. Mm. And so I just was really trying to hold on. Mm. But when my mother passed away, um, he was a workaholic, so he was always at work. I don't think that I... I don't think that he was supporting me in when she passed like I needed the support. So that mm-hmm. further gave me the 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 notion to say I quit, you mm-hmm. know, because I'm like I'm a mother. I got young kids. At that time I had four kids. Mm-hmm. You know, um I can't never do anything that I want. All my friends is like, "Girl, he give you his credit card. Girl, he do this. Girl, you ain't got to worry about. It. Girl, are you doing? But that didn't make mm-hmm. me happy. Wow. You know, I wasn't happy. You know, I wanted to be doing what I wanted to do. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that's, you know, and I'm glad you went into that because where I asked you beforehand, like, can we talk about anything? And I, I like you being transparent and open. Mm-hmm. And how long were you and your husband married? Um, we were together for 11 years. Okay. And you and, and now, and, well, you got any questions? No, <laughs> um, in those 11 years, did you just like, you know what? Like you said, you didn't want to hurt him, mm-hmm. but you wasn't happy. Right. And was when your mom died, was that the turning point for you? Like, you know what? I'm going to do what I want to do for me. It was. Okay. It was. Because when she passed, I felt like, you know, because when my mother was here, he was like a son to her. Mm-hmm. So, okay. you know, um, she even on her even on her deathbed, she was like, you know, she was telling me, she was like, I want you to, you know, take care of my grandkids. She was like, and you and Chris going to be together forever. He ain't going nowhere. You know what I'm saying? And I was like, yeah, I know. Yeah, I know. You know, but 
even then I knew that she wanted me to be with him for him to take care of me mm -hmm. and the kids. She didn't want it to be a thing where, you know, I was taking care of the kids on my own. Right. So that was her thing. She wanted us together. She mm -hmm. wanted us together forever. And so um, when she passed, and like I said, you know, him working all of the time, he was a great provider. Um that gave me time to think. Mm -hmm. It gave me time to think about everything. And one of those things that I thought about was um, I was um, I was angry with him. Mm -hmm. And so the anger helped me. Mm -hmm. The anger helped me be like, I don't even care what you feel like. You know, I don't care. Mm -hmm. You know, because you working, I'm not, I'm not able to really depend on you. You, you know, you come home at nine o'clock. The kids in the bed, I'm tired, you know, I'm angry because my mother is gone, mm -hmm. you know, so that kind of helped me. Right. Mm -hmm. That kind of helped me make the decision. I ain't happy anyway. I don't really want to, I can't see myself being with a man for forever anyway. Right. You understand what I'm saying? Right. So that was one of those things that kind of helped me move along. Mm -hmm. And then um, maybe not even a year later, my brother was killed. Mm -hmm. And that was my best friend, right? right? So we were like two peas in the pot. Like we were so, we were close. Like he lived with me. Um, even when, when I moved, once me and Chris separated, he moved right across the bridge from me. Like we were super close. So when he passed, it was just like, you know what? Life is short. Yeah. And I, ha I have to be happy for me. Yeah. Now, when did you know that you um, had an attraction to women? I was I was a kid. I was mm. probably probably about fifth grade. Did your mom know? She, you know what? Um, I didn't think she knew. Mm. But you know, mama I, I don't, right? Yeah, I, know. Mama mama know. Know. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if you all really believe in the afterlife, mm -hmm. or you know, people come to you in the afterlife. But my mm -hmm. mother came to me in a dream. Mm. And she told me she knew. Really? Right? Wow. And so she was like, she always knew. Mm. And she said she was proud of me. You wow. know? So that was huge for me. I'm sure it was. That was huge for me. Wow. Yeah, because, I mean, like, I got kids. So, like you said, mothers know. Mm -hmm. Right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and so I think I was probably, when I was in the fifth grade, you know how you have gym? Mm hmm. Mm -hmm. And you got to change out, right? And I will always be scared to go in the gym and change out with the girls because I didn't want nobody to catch me looking. Mm. Mm. Right? Mm -hmm. So that was that thing, like, you know, trying to keep your head down or mm. going in the little shower room and mm. wanting to be in there by yourself, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So you you putting on your swimsuit in there and you trying to stay away from everybody at the lockers, everybody in the, else in the lockers, lotioning up, because they don't, you know, right. they just come, and I'm uncomfortable because I'm going to be looking at you and you going to see me looking at you. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So it was like I felt like I wore it on my body. Mm. It was like I felt like I, because I was tomboyish too. I rap, 
I, I, I wrestle, I, I, I battle rap, you know what and I'm saying? We gonna oh, have, yeah. We're going to we gonna have to do something. Oh, yeah, yeah. this is a... We're going to have to oh, do something. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Listen. <laughs> Listen, I used to get down. When I tell yeah. you, everybody used to want to rap. Everybody wanted to rap against me. And I went to <laughs> everybody. I, was, I, I, I grew up on Linwood and Monterey, right? Okay, okay, okay. At, but I went to McKenzie. Mm-hmm. And so I'm from the hood. Mm-hmm. So when the when my classmates in McKenzie, they'd be like, you know, uh, it, it was a guy, his name was Big Time. Mm-hmm. He used to always be like, you know, sh- you you think you can rap? I'm about to put her against you. And they'd be like, oh, man, she ain't nobody. She, she can I used to kill the game. <laughs> oh, I can hear it. Oh, I can hear You hear me? Listen, I used to kill it. Uh, and they used to be like, but. You, I bet you, you can't beat this. We let's go up to Mumford, then I'm like anybody you put man. in my way, I'm killing them. Mm. Man, I, I, don't, I don't know <laughs> how young you are, man, but I don't know if you ever got a chance to go to the Lush or if you got a chance to go to Hip Hop Shop or anything like that, man. But they created some monsters in there. Yeah, the Hip Hop Shop for sure. Yeah, I'm yeah. telling you, man, it was, and even though at the C Note monsters about freestyle and see back then now they call freestyle something written you write something that you yeah. got written off the top freestyle back then was, was off, off the, the top, top. Wow. absolutely Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I remember me and um, give us a, give us a Smiley, stick, but stick. I'm not friendly. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so um, DJ Razorblade, mm-hmm. he pulled me in. He made a little group, a girl group. I was included in this girl group, and we was in their basement, you know, um, making hits and stuff. And they like, I want you to go against Smiley. Right, mm. so I'm like, oh, you ain't saying nothing, <laughs> right? I'm ready, right? So you know, we do a little battle rap. She was, she was the, she was, yeah, you know, yeah, smiling. Yeah, smiling. yeah, yeah. So you know, I felt like I was doing something when I That's got right. when I was when I was in that little circle. I felt like I mm-hmm. was doing something, mm-hmm. you know. When my mama, my mama stopped that. She was like, you gonna get an education. Yeah. So, so that know, was, was that. Yeah. So that was that. So <laughs> then I turned that into poetry, and then I okay. um, and then I did a couple of screenplays. You know, just keeping my um, yeah. you, you mm-hmm. know, that's, the, that's the juices flowing. Yeah, 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 right. yeah, yeah. That's my first love. Mm-hmm. Really? Yeah. Oh yeah, my first love is definitely writing. Yes, yeah, so uh, I got a couple yeah. of novels out. Okay. Yeah. Wait, wait, turn, turn them into movies, now. <laughs> yeah. Listen, I, I, for real, I'm telling you, I um, talked about it a couple of times. Um, you know, making the making the um, books into movies. Mm. Um, really, really sat down and thinking about it. Um, but I'm just so I'm so busy with everything. I yeah. was so into it a few years ago, and then I got. I got mm-hmm. so into doing so many other things. I got a reality show out there. I got so many wow. things. Yeah. Yeah. I you do have a lot of things. Yeah. You do hosting and you put on some oh, best shoot. events. Okay. Yeah. Okay. She definitely from, I say from the D to Atlanta because to the ATL because she has some events here. When we went to Atlanta, you and your um, crew put it all together yeah. and we flew to Atlanta. That was a wonderful event and I was happy and glad to be a part of it and the other ladies. And I just look how y'all orchestrated and put everything together and yeah. it was just beautiful to see that and to see that you come from one state to another and like yeah. it was you didn't miss a beat and i was yeah. like that's pretty awesome yeah, yeah. you know you gotta um when you want something you can't sit still yeah you know you gotta take it you gotta mm-hmm. take what you want and i'm so big on you know manifesting i'm mm-hmm. so big on 
um, what you focus on, you find. Mm -hmm. You know, if you know me, you will hear me saying that so much because that is the truth. I manifest everything. Everything in my world is because I manifested it. It's because I meditate on it and I know that it's mine, yeah. right? When we was in Atlanta and I said, um, we going to... Um, we going to um, old, old lady, lady gang, mm -hmm. and we gonna command the room. It's ours, and right. Yeah. I was gonna talk about that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I said it's ours. I said they gonna feel like we the celebrities mm -hmm. because we are yeah. right? right. Because you are who you you are who you say you are. That's right. Yeah. And That's when right. we got there, we commanded the room. Yes. And not only so, let me tell y'all something. DL and I'm like, I love your confidence. I love your swag. Like every because you walked in, you were talking to Candy and her husband and uh, what's his name. Uh, Santana. Santana, like you knew them. Yeah. And they were talking to you like they knew you. Yeah. And I was just like, wow, how you just came in and they, they gave you your respect, you gave them theirs, and it was just, I'm like, wow, she just walked in and just like, boom, and made yeah. it happen. Yeah, because because we on the same page. Yeah. That's right. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? We, we, we the same, right? right? <laughs> so, I mean, I'm supposed to be here. Mm. I'm supposed mm. to be here. I'm supposed mm. to be talking mm. to you. That's what it is for mm. me. Yeah. You mm. know what I'm saying? Yeah. Because, because in that moment, I became really close with Torin, their mm. their um, event planner. Mm -hmm. So he and I talk all the time now, wow. right? And so he's doing the CEO Expo. So mm. he's the one who's coordinating the CEO Expo. And so once you put yourself in that room mm -hmm. and start to make those connections, mm -hmm. I always say it's not what you know, it's who you know. Yeah. You know. Yeah. So... You know, I'm not saying to ride anybody's coattail, but 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 your spirit is gonna take you where you're supposed yep. to be. Yes, absolutely. And, I, and as long as it's genuine, then mm -hmm. yep. you you'll you'll be successful. Yes. And what's for you is for you. That's right. Mm -hmm. What's for you and, and is for confidence. you. When confidence walk in a room, it's just I mean, you gotta respect it. Yeah. yeah. You gotta. You can't it. help but to know what it is, what it look like. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. So absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Well, like I said, that that event, I was like, wow. And I watch, you know, I watch people. I'm a people watcher. I like to see how people move. And it was real authentic and genuine. And in that same energy that you had there when we were back at the Airbnb, the same energy you had there talking and doing things. And I was just like, this is just who you are. Yeah. Yeah. And I yeah. and I see that. And now I, I respect it. I love that. I like to see, you know, so many people, you know, put on this persona. They this person, yep. they that person. Yep. And then they really not. And you like, you know, take off the mask. Be who you are. But yeah. I'm like, who you are is who you are and I, I like that i yeah. respect that i appreciate yeah. that mm -hmm. yeah i um i get a lot of people that be like your energy like it's just something about mm -hmm. your energy mm -hmm. and i tell people all the time you know it ain't me it's yashua mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying it's yashua Absolutely. moving to me yeah you know because i can't take the credit because you know it was a point in time where you know i wasn't this person mm. you know i had to grow to be this person and it took me some time it took me some things to go through some things to get to where i am and really be obedient and really have faith you know how they say that mustard seed of faith mm -hmm. you know i really had to have that mustard seed of faith yeah. to be able to see through the things that i was going through and uh and become the person that i am today mm. Yeah. Now, there's there's some things like in life, and I I'm gonna let you you know if you want to talk about it that you had to overcome, or you know you when you've been in a situation and you learn from those situations, or you know you've been in, like I, I talk about my run in with with certain things. Yeah. Um, and you talk about you know certain things that we face. Mm -hmm. When you went through that ordeal, um, when you were there, what made 
What was the turning point for you in there? Like, you know what? When I come out, I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. Oh, when I went to the people's place? Yes. Oh, um, you know what? I felt like, okay, because when I, when I got locked up, I had just lost my mother, just lost my brother. You know, I was going through some things. I really, um, I really wasn't me. Mm. I was out of my body. But like I tell people all the time, just like you manifest the good things, you manifest the bad things, yeah. right? Mm. You manifest mm. everything, mm. right? So in that moment in my life, even when I didn't know that I was manifesting that in my world, I was manifesting that because I will always say, you know, I don't want to be here. Mm. I want to be by myself. I want to I want to be by myself. I don't I don't want, I don't want no kids. I don't want to do that. I just want to be alone. Mm. And so when I sat down, I was alone. Mm. I was alone so that um you know, my last couple of months um in the people's place, I was in solitary. Mm. So 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 I was there for in in solitary for 60 days. Wow. And um that gave me the opportunity even when I got there I, I had the opportunity to really think. I don't feel like it was a punishment for me at all. I feel like it was a it was a rebirth mm-hmm. for me. Mm-hmm. And so I had to really think about, you know, who I wanted to be, how I wanted to be and what I wanted to do when I came home because I knew that when I came home it was no chance that I would be able to go back into corporate America because before I went, I was um, working for Blue Cross and Blue Shield. Mm-hmm. Um, and so um, I had been suspended and I was trying to get back in, but I knew I could go back, but, um, you know, it was just taking some time. And so I did that. When I left, I knew that I wouldn't be able to go back. Mm-hmm. So I had to figure it out, you know, and then I looked at the bright side. I looked at things like, you know, if I wouldn't have went then I never would have became a published author. I never would have became, you know, mm-hmm. a restaurantier. I never would have done anything that was meant for me. Yes. And that's why I mentioned that because, yeah. you know, people don't know, you know, when you go through something, everything is not, it was designed for you to yeah. go through something and you learn a lesson from yeah, it. Yeah. Yeah. From turmoil come testimony. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. For real. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. You know. And I, and I did it to myself. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I said, I don't want to be, I want to be by myself. I want to, you know, I put that in the universe. The universe gave me exactly what I wanted exactly mm. what I asked for you know because I tell people all the time you 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 can people say well I don't know you know I, it, manifestation don't work for me it does you mm. just don't Thanks. see it mm. you just don't see it but it's the way that you say things it's the way that mm-hmm. you do things you can't mm-hmm. say things because if you're saying if you're wanting to manifest something and you say I want to I want to be an entrepreneur Right, and then you like, well, manifestation don't work for me because I've been wanting to be an entrepreneur for five years. Well, that's work. because, well, no, you got to do the work, but that's because you you want, mm. and so the universe is gonna keep you wanting, mm. right? It's mm. gonna keep you wanting. Mm. It's not. It's, it's going to because because that's what you're that's what you're asking for, for a want. Right, that's mm. what you're asking for a want. So the universe is gonna keep you wanting. So when you want something and you, you want to achieve something, you say, I'm going to be. Yeah. I am going to be, mm. you know. Yeah. So and you speak those things as big. if they are. Yeah. 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 That is big. Yeah. yeah. And what you speak, you have to be careful what you speak because it will come to fruition. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Your tongue Whether is powerful. good or bad. Yeah. Yes. For real. And things in life will sit you down. And once you take accountability for the things that goes on that that went on then you can start to repair yourself 
Yes. Mm-hmm. And then you come out stronger. You come out stronger. And it's a lot of people to have a testimony. Yes. You know, and to come from where you come from to where you're at now. Oh, my God, that's a blessing. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Blessing. Because yeah. even, you know, after that stint, you know, I was homeless. I was homeless with mm. my kids for about six or seven, maybe eight months. Mm. Wow. Yeah, about mm. eight months. We stayed We stayed in a hotel in Atlanta for about eight months. I was in a, I was in a relationship. Um, me and this person, we, we were buying a home together, and our home was in the process of being built. So we go down there, and we stand in a hotel for two weeks until the house is ready mm-hmm. and they tell us okay well you we something you know one of the um permits didn't go through so we need another 30 days so we say okay well, we'll get a little mm-hmm. a little apartment you know and then move into the apartment so when the house ready we could just move in mm-hmm. right so her and i get into it a couple of days before we were supposed to move into the apartment she went to the apartment took the money off of the apartment came back to Detroit. I never knew until one of her friends called me and was like, you know, she gone. Wow. She went and took the money off the apartments and she headed back to Detroit. She had turned the phone off, got a, at that time, Virgin Mobile. Hmm. She had got a Virgin Mobile phone and that's how she was communicating with her people. So now I'm in the room with the kids. By yourself. Money gone. Wow. Money gone. No apartment. So, so that one incident led me to be there with them for eight months because I'm she took the money I'm having a go at this time I got my books so I'm going to Walmart I'm going to the clubs I'm selling my books every night but that's just me trying to get us to another night and then it go on and on and on and so I go to the um I go to a homeless shelter there and they tell me that um because I I, I received child support from my kid's father as wow. well, too, right? So they wanted to see my bank statements. So they were like, you're not considered mm. homeless. You're not considered, you know, indigent mm-hmm. and homeless. You are staying in a hotel. You're able to afford to get a room every... You got to be staying in your car or staying here mm. wow. in order for us to help you. It took for me to finally talk to somebody there, and I broke down. I never broke down... Like I broke down then, I broke down, mm. and I said, I, I said, I know I may not look homeless, and you may see what you see, you know, but I, I need help. Mm. You know, I need help. She was like, well, she was like, well, you know, we, we, it's nothing. We, we've never helped anyone. We have to show and prove, you know, right. the, that you don't have you know, the means. And so I'm just like, you know, crying, crying, crying. And she was like, I tell you what. She said, fill out this application. She said, and I'm going to do something. She said, I'm not going to report your income. Mm. She said, fill out the application. She said, I'm going to send you to a couple of places, and we're going to get you somewhere to stay, you and your kids. So I'm like, okay. So I fill out the information. She sent me to some apartments, the apartments in the hood, right? Mm. So she, so I call her, and I'm just crying because I don't want my kid. Right. In these apartments. And I know you're trying to help me, and I don't want to seem ungrateful. Right. right. So I'm, and my kids went to school on the other side of town, right? Mm. And so I'm just like, you know, I'm just crying, 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 because we were in a better part. We were off at Camp Creek. So we stayed in a better part of Atlanta. Right. So I'm crying, and she's like, I know you're not used to it. She was like, I know. She was like, but this is all I could do. So I hang up the phone, and I'm telling the people in the apartment complex, like, 
okay, I'll take it. And then she called me again. Mm. And she said, I have a partner. He got a house in Forest Park. She said, go over there. He over there right now. She said, look at it. She said, it's four bedrooms. She said, tell me if you like it. She said, if you like it, you can move in tonight and we'll pay six months up front. Wow. Oh, that's God. Wow. No, yeah. My goodness. Yeah. I got over there and he was moving the stuff out and I went in and he was like, you like it? I was like, yeah. <laughs> and he was like, uh, he, he was like, he said, I know that they're giving you six months, you know, up front. He said, if you get somebody, if you get somebody to help you clean it out, he was like, I'll give you another couple of months. Hmm. Right. So I said, yep. Wow. Yeah, I said, me and my kids are moving. I went to get my kids from school. And typically, right, if they see all of their stuff in the car, mm -hmm. they know we got to go to another hotel. Right. right. right? Wow. So they saw all of their stuff in the car. And when they got in the car, I was like, guess what, y'all? <laughs> they like what? I'm like, we got a house. They was screaming. We was all screaming. That's wow. a movie, right? Yeah. <laughs> like yeah. seriously, what, you you taking me through it. I'm picturing mm -hmm. it in my yeah. head. Mm -hmm. And I'm picturing the kids coming out and you saying that and yeah. crying and they happy and they, yeah. you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. That's a movie right there. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, because they was so excited. Because once they saw their stuff, I already know they was thinking like, oh, my God, right. we got to right. go to another right. hotel, right? And I'm like, we got a house! <laughs> wow. <laughs> and then to come from that to where you are now. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yes. Man, I, yes. I got chills on my yeah, yes. that, that, That's why I'm like, your story is so incredible. Man. And for those who haven't heard it, I wanted them to hear your story. Because, you know, people, you know, feel like I can't make it through. And I, I just, like, you just kept pressing on, kept pressing on, kept pressing on. And then you wouldn't give up. You no. did not give up. Every All the obstacles that came your way, you know, you said, you know, being in the people's place, being homeless, and look at you now. Like, yeah. you know, you knew you had a plan, and you knew that God, you know, had a plan for your life, and you made sure you saw it through. Yeah, that you, must no matter what. Yeah. You have, you have, you have people that commit suicide. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yes. For something like that. Yeah. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Yes. And, and it's like, we built different. Yeah. <laughs> for real, yeah. we built different. It's yeah. like, man, I had to get out there, and I got to hustle, because I, you know, it's 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 crazy because I can't let my kids see me break. Yeah, mm -hmm. exactly. You know what I'm saying? And, and you know a story my kids tell me all the time, my boys, they always say, I remember, they say, I remember you leaving out of the hotel every night with a book bag full of books and coming back with the book bag empty. Mm. And I'm like, mm. yeah. And those are the stories I want them to remember. Right. Yeah. Right. This wasn't no this wasn't no walk in the park. Mm -hmm. right. You know, this this wasn't no cakewalk. So yeah, I'm 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 moving towards millionaire status. Yeah. You know, right now, um, because I will be a millionaire, Absolutely. right? I will be. So um, you know, but this wasn't no walk in the park. Mm -hmm. And those are the things I those are the stories I like for them to tell. Yeah. You know, I remember you would leave with a book bag full of books, because I did. Mm -hmm. And I'm telling you, when I would be out there, I'd be selling books till three and four o'clock in the morning. I'd be outside of the club selling books. and selling my books, telling them my story. Look, this this was about a femme and a stud. She living double life. She 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 dating twin sisters or one, you know, um, she dating twin sisters, come to find out they fraternal twins. She don't know. So I'm telling the story. Mm. I'm like, and then, you know, the book, $15, but if I sign it, it's $25. You know I'm going to be famous soon, right? Mm. You know, that was my thing. <laughs> They'd be like, Man. sign it. <laughs> right. right. You know? Man, so that's a, that's, 
<laughs> you guys, these movies out here doing their thing here on, on streaming and stuff like that, man. That you you have you sitting on it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you sitting on millions. Yeah. yeah. And you will be a millionaire. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Man, I wanted to ask you this question, um, going back to, to, to your mother. Did your mother leave you with some um, recipes? You know what? Yeah, everything that I do, uh, <laughs> I, everything that I do, I do in the thought of my mother. I, and you know what? She never, when she cooked, she never measured. So, um, right. yep. so, yep. so when I, so when she taught me how to cook, she'd be like, I, I say, you know, so how much oil did I do I need for you know the beans? And she'd be like, you know, just do. Do you know? So whenever I, whenever I'm cooking at the restaurant or uh, anywhere, I'd be like, "Do," because you know so, in my head that's right. the measurements. Right. You know what I'm saying? So right. yeah, everything, everything that I do, I you know all of my recipes, I might put a little twist on it. Yeah, you yeah. know, cause um, you know, cause that's what I do. But yeah, <laughs> now yeah. How, I want to know how is a. Your hibachi grill parties. I heard that they off the chain. You have Man. fun. Yeah. And what's your favorite song that you do when you do JJ your party? Fad. <laughs> JJ JJ Fad, Super Sonic. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I, I mean, kill so, it. So so when they someone I'm gonna are you fast with it? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I definitely give a show. Wow. So, so how we even came up with hibachi, and we the original traveling hibachi team, so we started it here in Michigan, mm -hmm. right? So we were the first ones to do it. We got a lot of people doing it now, which, you know, I, I wish everybody success. Yeah. It, it make me smile when I see mm -hmm. people really getting out here and doing mm -hmm. it. But we did it in the midst of the pandemic. Mm -hmm. We wanted to keep the restaurant open. Right. And mm -hmm. so we were like, you know, how we going to survive? You right. know, with the with, with everybody not wanting to come out to eat, and so I bought this big movie screen, thinking that um, we was gonna just do movies in the backyard. Right. And so I got on Facebook one day, and I was like, "Oh, I said we should um, rent the movie screen and then cook hibachi while they watching the movie." So I get on Facebook, I was like, "What if we?" And then everybody's like, "Me, me, 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 me." So I said, "Boom!" They go the idea. Mm. So then we started doing little small parties of 15 to 20 so that we can get our feet wet. Mm -hmm. right. So, you know, Elaine, of course, she the server, mm -hmm. you know, and she'll walk around, you know, get take your order or whatever, just like you're in a restaurant. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And uh, my son, he on the hibachi, one hibachi grill, I'm on the other hibachi grill, you know, and we cooking rice, we playing music, you know, and then it just happened, you know, J.J. Fair was one of the songs. So I start singing it one day, you know, while I'm cooking, you know, because mm -hmm. we start off with Dundada and then JJ Fad come on. So I'm, 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 I'm doing what I'm singing, and it just got the crowd. Yeah, 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 yeah. So everybody started looking for that. That's right. Mm -hmm. You know, everybody started looking for that. So then we implemented that. We started implementing the shots. So we do, uh, you know, if a song, the shot song come on, we walk around, we squirting the shots in your mouth, or we, <laughs> you know, so we just started doing, adding 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 on and that first year uh that we started hibachi we made a quarter of a million dollars wow and what it be good is and you might have had this already i don't know just think jj fad they're performing listen huh why you why, why you come listen. on now Listen, so uh, JJ Fair was supposed to come to my birthday party. Mm -hmm. um, and so, but they got one of the members got COVID. Okay. 
So she was like, oh, best believe we coming. You know, she was like, don't worry about it. We rescheduling. We going to come up there, whatever. She was like, you know, I wanted to see you, you know, do it. Because they even saw some of my videos. Oh, they did? Okay. Yeah. Because okay. I do the whole yeah, yeah. thing. Yeah. The whole song, you know, okay. from the beginning to the end. So, you know, yeah, they just wow. saw me performing. <laughs> Man. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 That's got to be dope. Yeah. And then I remember your birthday. You were going to have them up here for your birthday. Yeah, and they got COVID. One of them got COVID, so. So when you finish, when you finish, you you know, everything is done. You're like, yeah, that That was was it. it. (laughs) Everybody, and and you know what? Everybody said, too, when when I'm looking like, and and I, you know, I'm like, yeah, yeah they like, that, that was it. it. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> no. Yeah, it yeah, became yeah. a whole thing. Yeah. <laughs> That's yeah. what I, I heard, man, like, when so somebody creative. do that. And you are very creative. I'm like, yo, ideas, you like, boom, I got this idea. And you see it through. Yeah. And I, I love how you do that and how you just bring things together. And I also love, I want to talk about... Your wife for a minute, Elaine, because yeah. I see y'all work together, and I think that's great how y'all do things together. I see y'all go at it, but it'd be so funny. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then, but they, when I say they're a team, they're a great team, and I even seen them, we were out of town, like she was helping, doing mm-hmm. things and putting things together, and I think, you know, you always need somebody by your side that's going to got your back and going to yep. be there 100% yep. no matter what. Yep. Absolutely. Yep. I yeah. agree. I say all of the time because a lot of people, because we are, uh, a lot of people do follow us on social media and they be like, oh, y'all goals. You know, and I'm like, you know, I'm super transparent with our relationship, with mm-hmm. our marriage. We've been together for 10 years. We've been married for nine years. But, you know, it's not a walk in the park. Mm-hmm. You know, we have good, if, you know, I say, you know, I tell people, we didn't talked about divorce at least three times, you mm-hmm. know, in, in our marriage, you know. Right. But it takes the working through. It takes the understanding, you know, because it's, it's compromise. And not only compromise, it's just the things that you have to accept from the other person yes. people bring so many things from childhood trauma to mm-hmm. other relationships to you know i want this color and you want that color mm-hmm. and you know you don't uh you don't um give me enough time or you know i wanted to do the relationship this way and i look at you know our i feel like you know if i'm going to bed you should go to bed and i feel like no i want to be up on my <laughs> you know what i'm saying like so it's so many things yes. it's so many components to a great marriage and i tell people all of the time and I you know you know it it may be um something that people don't understand but in a marriage love comes absolutely last Mm -hmm. right it comes last because this is a partnership that you're building with somebody when you are in a marriage you are with somebody not just for the love you are with somebody for companionship to build to to mm-hmm. you know to um mm-hmm. to to do all of these things with somebody who you could trust mm-hmm. to be able to move the way that you would move if you were not here you right. know what i'm saying right. like all of these components in a relationship matter and then and then there's love mm-hmm. you know cuz you fall in and out of love throughout the span yeah. of your life yeah. you know you're not always in love with your partner you don't always love your partner but yeah. you know what your partner bring mm-hmm. to the relationship you know a lot of times marriages fail because of money and infidelity. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Absolutely. Right? And so even if you're with someone, even if your partner is not as financially savvy as you, mm-hmm. you've accepted that already. Mm. Right? Yeah. So you have to move in the way that you accepted it. Mm. You have That's to move that way. 
Wow. Because you've already go, you've already married into it knowing this. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. This isn't something that just happened overnight. Mm. This is something that was happening. And so you accepted it then and you accepted whatever comes with it. And so you have to move with it. You can't get mad in the in in the, in the midst of it and be like, you know what, I'm over it. I'm tired. Yeah. We we not on the same page. Right. Wow. You know and what that's I gotta so do? important. Oh, I'm sorry, man. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, I just wanna See, I'm old school. I got on Puma today, but I come in and I just, the the Adidas <laughs> in me, in my soul, just took me to her shoe. Did you see her yeah, shoe? Yeah, I saw her shoe. Yeah, they cold-blooded. What? She got on some gold? Come on, man. She on a three-strut. Yeah. I'm telling you. It's only top tens. It's only top tens and Air Force Ones for me. Yeah. Really? Yeah. yeah. Man, we gotta wrap it up. I told you that hour go by it so quickly. Fast, yeah. And I still it's still some questions, but I wanna look, yeah, she part got two? some Yes, we definitely gotta do a part of you when you have the time, definitely part two. But look, I just wanna give y'all some of the schedules or things that she has going on. The first one is back to school. It's a, uh, it takes a village. That's September the third. That's on five miles. Is that at your uh um, it, nope, it's actually at the daycare on uh five mile okay. um cradles to crayons. Okay. Um it's on a five mile and a little bit before Beach Daily. Okay. Um but you can drop off um supplies or you know, if you wanna donate, donate supplies, you can drop them off at the cradles to crayons or at Pack Your Lunch. Okay. So that event that is September the 3rd. The next one is Taste of the D, which is September the 4th, which is a block party. Mm. That's happening. And then the CEO Expo is October the 1st here in Detroit. Yeah. I'm excited about that. Damn. And yeah. you know what? That um, block party, September the 4th, this is a hibachi battle. Uh-oh. Oh, yeah, yeah, I did see that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yes. They trying to come for me. They trying to come I ain't worried. They they want they want to get me so bad, y'all. You better bring out that battle rap, baby. I am. You understand what I'm saying? I'm going to do what I'm saying. Look, we definitely want to thank D.L. for coming out. And look, make sure you follow her on social media, D.L. College. You can see everything she has going on, her events. Follow her. Mm-hmm. Go check. Please check out Pack Your Lunch in mm-hmm. Redford. When I tell y'all the food is amazing, it's just that amazing. Get it. We got, can I do a song? Go ahead. You gonna, you gonna do it with me? Uh, we can take it on out. We can take it on out. Baby, you can't go on. Why bring where you went wrong? Let me help you find yourself. Cause you don't need nobody else. Should be right here with me, babe. Instead of going around this frantic town, stop messing around. Y'all better get it. All the lonely, lonely people out there. No one to share. Won't you come and stay with me? Because I love you so. You better stay with me. I'm Papa Freak. All the honey. Dummies. Playboy bunnies. Those ones. No, no, no. We got to let Dio give us a ride. You got to give us a snippet. We got to see what you're working with. Oh, I'm sorry. I just wanted to do a little snippet. Hit us with something. Oh, oh my God. Can put you on the spot. No. Yeah, I can't do it. Ah. Okay. okay. I'm, I'm 50 now. <laughs> I can't. That's the dinner table with Q and she. We want to thank our, host, our, our guest, DL, for coming out this evening. 
Thank you, book. It is. That's it for the dinner table. Peace. <laughs>